All right, guys, and welcome back to A to Everything. Today, I want to talk about one of my favorite film series of all time, Indiana Jones. I have loved these movies since I was a little kid. My favorite being three. I know a lot of people prefer one and even two, but my favorite, honestly, is three. Um... I think what we can all agree on is that no one truly likes four. Now, as a smaller child, I was not as... I did not know as much as the Indiana Jones, and for that reason, I liked the movie. And I still do appreciate it and, and what it tried to do. I like that it did try to kind of pass on the torch of the Indiana Jones, kind of like James Bond style to Shia LaBeouf, which is a problem when you actually say that out loud as Shia LaBeouf as Indiana Jones. So mistakes were made, but all in all, I don't think it's a terrible movie. It's just not up to the standard of the other three. However, for some reason, it seems Disney is going ahead with Indiana Jones 5, starring Harrison Ford once again as Indiana Jones. I have some issues with this, and don't get me wrong, I love Harrison Ford and his actor, okay? I think it's kind of cool how he's going back to a lot of his older roles. He was Han Solo, he was the guy in Blade Runner, Denton, I think. Uh, no, that's the guy from Newsies. <laughs> um, I do like how he's doing that. But at the same time, they already tried that, and it failed. So, I mean, we'll see how it is. It's it's written by the guy who did Ready Player One, which was one of my favorite movies. Um, we're going to see how it comes out. It's been delayed, which is really never a good sign in a movie. Um, frankly, I'm kind of hoping that it gets canceled, and instead, later on, it get passed on to another actor. Like, actually, I'd heard a rumor a long time back that Chris Pratt would be playing the role, and when I brought that up with another group of friends, um, yeah, they all thought that was amazing. And instead, hearing Harrison Ford, a lot of people were disappointed. So, and I also wanted to talk about if this fifth one is going to be good, it has to do some things that all the other movies have done. And these are kind of like the signatures of the Indiana Jones franchise. Like Star Wars, uh, I have a bad feeling about this. This is, um, this is the Indiana Jones must do. So... First of all, Indiana Jones has got to have a girl, okay? He always has. He always will. It sounds like they're bringing back the, the girl from the first and fourth movies. I don't know how I feel about that. I thought, I don't know. She was always just like the girl. I, it was, they're girls. No one calls them Indiana Jones girls, like Bond girls or anything. See, I'm kind of comparing Indiana Jones to Bond because that's what I think he should become like. It's kind of like this reoccurring character that just honestly comes back and does more adventures and stuff. And that's what I think Indiana Jones should and really could be very easily. But so far, we're just kind of beating the dead horse that is Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones. And that ship sailed with uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Anyway, so yes, there needs to be some kind of romantic interest for Indy. We'll see how they play that off of. Second, there needs to be some kind of sidekick, okay? It kind of changes. In, sec in number two, we have Short Round. Number three, we have his dad and Brody and Saul. And then number one, we also have Saul and... Yeah, it's mostly just Saul in that one. That one's a little more different, but that's always a good thing to have. It lets Indiana Jones play off a different character of himself other than the girl, which is always a good thing. Um, third, it needs to be, the thing that they're looking for is needs to be semi, like, mystical. Not aliens. Aliens is stupid. Okay? Do not make a repeat of making aliens. May, some of you are out there probably saying, but what's the difference between aliens and mystical objects? Uh, okay. Well, like, semi-mystical 
I could kind of believe. Like, there probably is, like, maybe it's just, like, a science I didn't understand. Or the Ark of the Covenant, you know, I don't need to, I understand that that's, like, a holy power, you know? I get that. Or even the Sankara Stones, you know? It's, like, some mystical object that was worshipped and, like, gained power. Not, like, aliens showed up and went to a temporal dimension. And it's weird and confusing, and it was a dumb movie, okay? That was a dumb plot. Don't bring back aliens. Bring back something from, like, history. See, the Holy Grail and the Ark of Covenant are really cool because we all know those, and we can all relate being like oh yeah that'd be kind of cool um fourth there needs to be an epic fight with indiana jones with like the lieutenant evil guy second in command and which this said second in command dies in some kind of gruesome way you may be wondering why i'm that specific it's because it happened in all four of the movies okay first one you have that random like guy at the airport that gets chopped up by the airplane second one you have that big slave guy that gets smashed by the rock roller third one um, you have that German Nazi guy that rides the tank off the edge. And then the fourth one, the easily most grossest one, is when you... I don't know, it's grossest a word. Help, please. Someone Google that dictionary for me. Anyways, in the fourth one, you have the guy who gets killed by all the fire ants, which is still a scene that traumatizes me slightly from my childhood. Yeah, so that's that's another thing that they have to have. It's just something that all Indiana Joneses have, and it's just a staple. And if they don't have it, I'm going to be really disappointed. Um, yeah, that's kind of... I, I feel it's weird. They're probably going to repeat the whole like Cold War thing that they did in fourth. Because the first three are cool, because it's like kind of playing off the Nazis, but it isn't World War II. And then we get to the fourth one, and apparently it's the Cold War, and it's all the Soviets. And that's not as like a dynamic as a... Really, like, I felt like that was just trying to cheat too much of off the original three. Just trying to say, like, oh, hey, look, these guys had that. That was kind of cool. But, I mean, if you look at the second one, there's no mention of that. It's just totally, like, on the other side of the earth in India. And there's nothing that relates to a larger scheme of things. I, I That's what I like about the second one is that it was willing to go out of kind of its way after the second one kind of focused on like the powers of Germany and stuff and then the third one really hammered that one in the second one was kind of this little offshoot that sticks around in India and I think that's a really cool idea so I'm happy that they did that um, but yeah so I think those are some things that really need to be in this new Indiana Jones there also has to be some, you know some cool chase scenes some cool action scenes and just some stuff of like Indy actually exploring. Like one of the most famous scenes from all Indiana Jones is Indy finding like in the first movie when he has the little diorama of the city and he gets the stick and he puts a thing in and the sun shoots. That's just a cool scene. And it's not like action or intense. I mean, of course you have the music from John Williams, which makes any scene better. You could seriously make any scene epic with that. But that just is something cool. And that's just, it's just, it doesn't really have it does have something to do with the plot, obviously, but it does focus on more the fact that Indy is an archaeologist, and he actually does do stuff other than, like, run around shooting people, which is a thing that some of the later movies kind of tried. Like, they made little jokes like, oh, you're an archaeologist, but honestly, he's just running around, like, punching Nazis. No, not Nazis. Soviets, because that's a thing. Uh, okay, to be fair, the, the third one didn't do that much either. Maybe I'm getting a little off track. I just want this movie to be so good, because those are just, honestly, some of my favorite films... Even Crystal Skull. I'll even give it that. I'd rather watch Crystal Skull than a lot of other movies, okay? But it's just so sad to just... Ah, I just really want it to be good. And I really want Harrison Ford to be excited to be there. 
I want it to be a good movie, okay? I want people, I want someone who really like cares about this and really writes a good script. That's what I think mostly has to come out of this is that a good script and a good story has to be made, okay? I don't know where they're going. I don't know where they're going with it. Maybe they'll CGI Harrison's Ford face so that he can look like his younger days, which I'd be okay with that. And maybe some other people have CGI. I'm still amazed that the Grand Marv Tarkin and Rogue One, I didn't notice that, okay? Everyone was, so many people were like, oh, it's so glaringly obvious. I had no clue, okay? I knew that, yeah, I knew that Leia was like a CGI, and I kind of looked at that, but in hindsight, I don't look at Grand Moff Tarkin and be like, oh, that's CGI. I didn't notice in films, I didn't notice in theaters, and I still don't even really notice or care. So that's that's a teeny little tangent for me on the use of CGI. It's cool. All right, guys, and next up, I want to talk about another one of the beloved franchises that got a horrible cop-out deal. I'm kind of going on, I, I feel like I should name this episode like cop-out or maybe just like money grubbing scheme to get more money because they're money grubbers grubbing for money <laughs> anyways so next up i want to talk about the cursed child of harry potter okay harry potter and the cursed child which is the kingdom of the crystal skull to the harry potter series okay um I hate this book, and that's the reason I hate this is because it's called a book. Okay, now this is I know it's a I know it's like it is a screenplay, and I recognize that it's a screen or not a screenplay. I recognize that it's a play. Okay, I've never seen the play. I'm not judging it as a play. I don't have to judge it as a play because these people advertised it as the eighth Harry Potter book. It's not a book, guys. It's a script. It's not even a really good script. I, I just have so much issues with this because I really like J.K. Rowling as a writer, and I feel like this was just really an insult. Like I feel like someone else, you if you look at it, you can tell that it was not written by J.K. Rowling. J.K. Rowling's name was put on it, and she just like was like, I guess she was just like, okay. Like I'm sure she looked over it and checked it off, and I'm like, yeah, that sounds like something I do. But it's just, I, I don't like it. Um, I have so many issues with it that I don't really want to cover it, but what I do want to do is, okay, let's get a little background here. Let me backtrack a bit. Um, I'm a huge fan of the YouTube scene, okay? I love a lot of videos on there. One of my favorite channels is How It Should Have Ended. Now, they do a lot of How It Should Have Ended for like movies and films. They're really funny. Go check them out. Now, what I want to do is I want to make my own How It Should Have Ended and just do it by voice because this is a play and I can do that. So, here we go. <laughs> Okay, let's get started. That was weird. Okay, I'm starting from chapter Act One, Scene Three. It's not even Chapter One because this is a stinking play, and that still pisses me off. Okay, Albus and Rose. Okay, I'll have to choose voices for this. You guys will have to bear with me. Albus and Rose walk along the carriage of the train. The trolley witch approaches, pushing her trolley. Anything from the trolley's dears? Pumpkin pats pasty. Pat, I don't even know how to say that. Chocolate frog, golden cake. Rose, spotting Albus's loving look at the chocolate frogs. Al, we need to concentrate. Concentrate on what? On who we chose to be friends with. My mom and dad met your dad on their first Hogwarts Express, you know. So we need to choose now who to be friends with for life. That's quite scary. On the con- No, that's the trolley witch. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> on the contrary, it's exciting. I'm a Granger Weasley, you're a Potter. Everyone will want to be friends with us. We've got the pick of anyone we want. This girl has issues. Okay. So how do we decide which department to go in? The compartment to go in? We rate them all, and then we make a decision. Albus opens a door to look in on one lonely blonde kid, Scorpius, 
in an otherwise empty compartment. Albus smiles. Scorpius smiles back. Hi. Is this compartment? It's free. Just me. That's not the Charlie Wish. That's Scorpius. It's the voice I'm going with. You just bear with me. Great. So we might just come in for a bit. That's okay. That's okay. Hi. Albus. Al. My name is Albus. Hi, Scorpius. I mean, I'm Scorpius. <laughs> You're so dumb. You're Albus. I'm Scorpius. And you must be... Rose. Hi, Rose. Would you like one of some of my fizzing whizbies? I've just had breakfast, thanks. That's too deep. That sounds like Albus. I've just had breakfast, thanks. I think that's Rose's voice. I forgot. Uh, I've got some choco chalk pepper in, some jelly slugs. Mom's idea, she says. And then he sings this. I, uh, <laughs> I don't want Sweets, they always help you make friends. And then he realizes, <laughs> all of us realizes singing was a mistake. Stupid idea, probably. I'll have some. Mom doesn't let me have sweets. Which one would you start with? What? Rose hits Albus out of sight of out of sight of Scorpius. Easy, I've always regarded the Pemperimp as the king of the confectionery bag. They're peppermint sweets that make you smoke at the ears. That sounds horrible. Brilliant. Let's start with what Rose hits him again. Rose, will you please stop hitting me? I'm not hitting you. You are hitting me and it hurts. Scorpius' face falls. She's hitting you because of me. What? Listen, I know who you are, so it's probably only fair you know who I am. What do you mean you know who I am? You're Albus Potter. She's Rose Granger. They went with a double high. Okay, Granger Weasley, and I am Scorpius Malfoy. My parents are Astoria. That's weird. And Draco Malfoy. That's weird. Our parents, they didn't get on. But they never knew Astoria. They just knew. Okay, whatever. That's putting it. That's putting it. No. That's putting it. Miley, your mom and dad are Death Eaters. Dad was, but mom wasn't. Yeah, see? Rose looks away, and Scorpius knows why she does. I know what the rumor is, and it's a lie. Albus looks from an uncomfortable rose to a desperate Scorpius. What is the rumor? The rumor is my parents couldn't have children. That my father and my grandfather were so desperate for a powerful heir to prevent the end of the Malfoy line that they used a time turner to send my mother back. Oh, jeez. To send her back where? The rumor is that he's Voldemort's son, Albus. A horrible, uncomfortable silence. It's probably wait who says that though is that rose i think that's rose who says that but it's probably rubbish i'm look you've got a nose and as it's not just like and it's just like my father's i got his nose his hair his name but that's a great thing either i mean father son issues i have them but on the whole i'd rather be a mouth whore than you know son of the dark lord and this is where it's going to branch off wow wait no this is Albus. wow that must really suck to have that yeah it does well, you want to know something? Wait a minute. If you're supposed to be the son of Voldemort, then you're going to have to be a Slytherin, correct? Yeah, that's probably what's going to happen. My whole family's been Slytherins. Well, you want to know something funny that I just found out from my dad? What? It turns out that you can just ask the sorting hat for whatever you want, for whatever house you want. Wait, seriously? Rose on the other side. Wait, what? Yeah, turns out. Yep, yep. Turns out that you can just ask the sorting hat and it'll give you whatever you like. So you're saying that I can just ask to be a Gryffindor, and I'll be a Gryffindor, and that'll shut up all the rumors? Yep, that's what I'm going to do. Sweet! And then Rose goes off to the other apartments, tells every single first year that year, and that year there are like 50 Gryffindors, zero Slytherins, and maybe a Ravenclaw. 
Hufflepuff doesn't get anyone. And that's how it should have gone. I mean, honestly, though, it's not that hard to believe that that's how it was. And there's so many problems with this book. That was just a horrible reading done by me. Okay, I'll make that clear now. Um, but that was a horrible reading done by me. And it still sounds more believable and almost a little bit more, I don't know. I know, you know, I'm not going to compare myself like I was making it better because I was making it so much worse, almost on purpose, because I honestly do hate this book. And I don't think I mentioned this yet, but the thing I hate most about this book is that this is it, people. This is now our eighth Harry Potter book. We're never going to get a true continuation of the story unless J.K. Rowling at some point will just be like, yeah, no, that was a stupid idea. Here's what I really wanted to write. Now, maybe this was the real story that she wanted to write, but... It, because it was handled so poorly, I mean, honestly, they go through four years in this te in this teeny little play. I would have preferred, and I wouldn't care about this if this was just made as like a spinoff, like you know, a Harry, like a Star Wars book or something like that, where it's not really canon, I guess. I, if you guys, if there are those out there who know what I mean, and you hear the word canon, yeah, but um, canon just means. Um, it actually matters in the real mythos, and then there's like spin-off stories. And I would have preferred this to be like a little spin-off play. But then they had to market it as the eighth book, and that's just what really gets my goat, is that this is it, people. I mean, this is the only eighth book we're already, we're only going to get, and I just feel horrible about that. So, yep, that was my review of the book. No, it wasn't even really a review. It was more like a roast of the book. I didn't talk about some of the things I like because there aren't many. Maybe I'll do that in another episode. But it was more just getting a setup for that little horrible horrible reading and you can hear the horrible but yes <laughs> i apologize for that and uh yeah so that's what i'll leave you off guys that's what i'll leave you guys with i'll see you guys later bye, -bye.